Welcome to the Be A Brilliant Human podcast. You're in the right place if you're a growth-seeking being who acknowledges the challenges and delights of your humanity on the path to an ever more conscious life. If you want to feel inspired to love and accept yourself, to feel free to be and express you in all your brilliance, if you want to truly value yourself and others and feel energized and alive both at home and in the world, then sit back and take a breath as you explore and grow the brilliance of your beautiful human self with your host, the father of non-personal awareness and creator of the MPA process, Joel Young. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Be A Brilliant Human podcast with me, Joel Young. And December is rolling on, December 17th, as this episode goes live how amazing is that? I can't believe where 2019 has gone. And I'm sure you hear that probably from yourself and from other people around you as well. So if you've just found me, you just found this podcast, welcome. It's really great to have you along for this uh, ride into the world of being a brilliant human. Um, and you find us in Christmassy mode. This month I am going through with a theme about Christmas as it is Christmas month. Uh, and within that, um, the way that I like to do these things is have a theme, but talk about something which can maybe be applied generally elsewhere uh, to a certain degree. And also, if you're a regular, thanks so much for being here. I love that you come back again and again. Uh, if you haven't already, why not? Subscribe, hit that subscribe button, whatever whatever platform you're listening to this on. There's always some way to say stay subscribed. Why would you subscribe to the podcast? Well, it means you'll get notifications. Uh, it will let you know when each episode comes out. And plus, if you're on platforms like iTunes, it means you can choose to automatically download them so that you can listen to them on the go, as I know I love to do with the podcast that I listen to. And also, um, if you have been listening to this on a regular basis, why not give me a review? Say, why are you still listening? Why do you listen regularly? Tell the world, the world, uh, especially as people search for podcasts, would love to know that there are other people who are listening regularly and having a great experience of it. So go ahead and find wherever it is that you can review on your podcast platform and go tell the world. And also, as always, I mentioned that you can message me. Do message me. Let me get in touch. Uh, if you go to, and, and just in case you don't know, there's a, a website for this podcast called BeABrilliantHuman.com, and you can find show notes there. You can go to a specific episode if you want to. So this is episode 11. So if you go to be a brilliant be let's do that again be a brilliant human.com slash eleven, it will get you to the show notes for this podcast as full transcript and uh, easy access to the the links that I may mention throughout the episode. And also on the message function, which you'll also find there, um, you know, if you have a question that you'd like to ask me, something you'd like me to cover, or just want to offer some feedback, you can do that with a voice message. Just click that button. It will take you to the, the little device and you can just speak at your computer or your device um, and leave me a message. Uh, if you'd like it, um, if you're up for it, it can feature on the show. Uh, at a later date, especially if you have a question, it'd be great to hear the question from the person themselves. So go ahead and do that. You can find all of that at beabrillianthuman.com. So continuing the theme in this Christmas month, 2019, December, 
So today, the, I've titled it Bar Humbug Syndrome, Finding Your Happy Christmas. So, <laughs> Bar Humbug. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if you, if, you, if, if you haven't already had a moment of Bar Humbug. There's probably someone around you you know who does the whole Bar Humbug thing. But I'd, I'd have a little look at the whole, you know, where does Bar Humbug come from? And you probably know this already, but I... Uh, to get the to get the absolute truth, I went to Wikipedia, um, and it says, and I quote from Wikipedia: "In modern usage, the word is most associated with the character Ebenezer Scrooge, created by Charles Dickens in his 1843. I didn't know it was 1843 novella. I didn't even know it was a novella. I just thought it was a whole book, A Christmas Carol. His famous reference to Christmas, Bar Humbug, declaring Christmas to be a fraud." So there we go. So <laughs> but he did have a transformation at the end. And hopefully, if you're feeling bar, hum, hum, bar humbug, we can get you into that transformation today, or at least show you the way. Um, and actually, I looked up humbug, the word humbug itself. It's a strange one, isn't it? But actually, humbug is a person, so says uh, the Tinternet, the that a person or object that behaves in a deceptive or dishonest way. That was a bit of a surprise. It says, when referring to a person, a humbug means a fraud or imposter, implying an element of unjustified publicity and spectacle. In other words, you know, why do they get the attention? <laughs> and I don't. So it's, it's interesting, though, that it's about sort of being fraudulent. So uh, let's talk about it because, OK, this is Christmas. We're talking about Christmas, bar humbug with Scrooge and everything. It's generally thought of to be related to Christmas. But as I said in sort of just a minute ago, I do like the whatever I offer, even if it's themed or around a certain thing. Generally, I find that these sort of energies or these symptoms or these behaviors or these reactions sort of can be applied elsewhere, not just Christmas. Because if you think about it, you can be kind of bar humbug about lots of things or lots of events or, or situations. So you might be bar humbug about your birthday. Or you might be bar hunger, humbug about love and relationships, or even about children, heaven forfend. Um, you know, there's, there's ways we can get into that bar humbug state in relation to things. I mean, usually if you think about it, when, when I think of bar humbug, never mind the, the sort of the fraudster thing, um, it sort of comes with that energy of distaste and cynicism around the thing. And usually... It's used in situations where, where there, are kind of, there are norms or there's expectations or even rituals. If you think about Christmas, there's things that you just, that's, it's what just what you do at Christmas, right? So these things have become sort of rote ways of behaving. And the usual justification for the cynicism of that sort of the bar humbug is that those rituals have somehow become twisted or meaningless or empty. And, you know, <laughs> it often goes further because what you can end up doing if you're bar humbugging is accuse those who go along with them as gullible fools um, or maybe they're sort of superficial saps, bar humbug. So uh, so there's that sort of, sort of cynicism, that meaninglessness, that emptiness. Um, so what I want to do today is I want to look all of this sort of firmly in the eye. I want to have a look at, you know, what is the cost of taking up residence in that perspective? You know, what's the pain of it? And I want to offer some potential paths out of that pain. 
And also, um, as it, I think it's part of the whole deal is is when when you're sort of around someone who's in bar humbug mo- mode. So I want to talk a bit about how you might respond to that bar humbug thing um, in your world in a way that's sort of wholesome for them and wholesome for you. That sound good? All right, let's get into it. Okay, so what is the pain of bar humbugging? of going into the bar humbug state. Another way to look at it in terms of, of of pain is to look at the cost. You know, what is it what does it cost you to be in that state? And it is a state. And in fact, I'm going to um, suggest that it's a reactive state. So if we go back to what I just said about how you know, often it, it's a reaction to the sort of the rituals or especially the expectations. In a way, what we're doing with the bar humbug is we're, we're rejecting or reacting against um, those expectations, which is another way to look at that is, is what you're really looking for is a sense of freedom from those expectations. But the thing about a reactive state um, is uh, and going against something is you're not really free from it. So in a way, by coming into this sort of reactive, um, the reactive state, I'm repeating that a lot. Reactive state, you're, you're setting your own trap because freedom isn't a reaction. Freedom is a wholehearted choice. And going into that reactive state, sort of the bar humbug. If you think about it, you become, in in essence, a victim of the um of your own reaction in a way um you set yourself up in a in a very powerless state and it sort of comes into that sort of avoidant energy so let's let's think about that a bit so if you are if you are taking you know i'm not going to be part of the the clan of the christmas do the do thing but what you're doing, you're not really sort of going into a place where you're looking at what what really works for you. You're simply saying, not that, not that, not that. So that's not really taking you anywhere. And in fact, you're setting yourself up in a way you're saying, you know, um, there's all these have-tos, there's all these things that we're supposed to do, and and I am subject to the dogma of that, uh, but I'm just not going to do it. So everything is sort of focused on not rather than what, all right? So... And when you go into that state, being a victim or being powerless or being avoidant, this happens in all sorts of areas, you know, th- there's a real sort of a real impact on many levels. So if you if you just feel it, if you go into that sort of cynical sort of against state, there's an impact because it closes the mind down. It's like what you're doing is shutting yourself off. If you go back to Scrooge, you know, he hid himself away in his house and he grumbled to himself this is not <laughs> this is not an empowered brilliant human state of mind or being and you probably know this if you listen to this podcast but having that state of mind affects you in so many ways it affects your emotions if you're thinking in those terms if you're fighting against what's happening outside and and other people that are subscribing to these ideas um it's going to invite emotions that are more on the um, the clenched <laughs> end of the spectrum. And and the physiology reacts to that. As you invite the thoughts and emotions, the physiology tends to, to be literally depressed or suppressed. So that and, and if you think about the the biology effect, um, 
the way that biology works with emotions is it's it's a chemical reaction. So if you have a happy thought, then you produce um, happy chemicals in the brain, quite literally, and they race around the body, and and the body responds by opening into the sort of happy open state. This is a state where the body is able to be high functioning in terms of the immune system and all of those, um, you know, all of those functions that the body takes care of. Now, when you think these kind of cynical, depressive, angry thoughts, then your brain produces, they're actually called neuropeptides. You can check out Molecules of Emotion by Candace Pert. Um, she's done like masses of research. She's very famous for, for discovering the neuropeptide. But if you, so if you have these angry thoughts, you create little angry neuropeptides, which are literally chemicals that go around the body and your cell receptors will go, oh, there's an angry chemi chemical, so therefore body goes into angry state or depressed state or cynical state, whatever that is. There's, there's these molecules for each of those uh, thoughts and states. And that, again, will have an impact on the immune system, on the way the body feels. And even you can see the physiology. You know, how do you stand when you're in a happy state? And how do you stand when you're in a, in a depressed state? It's very different because the entire body is responding to that. So states like like aligning with the idea that you're a victim of the Christmas cheer or, you know, or you're powerless to sort of um, to, to avoid it or to do anything different. Um, these are these are states that can have a really profound impact on you. Um, and I also want to talk about um, what I notice. This is why I call it bar humbug syndrome syndrome, because in a way we can get into identifying with the idea of bar humbug. It's like it's almost become kind of trendy to <laughs> to be bar humbug about, say, the commercialism of Christmas. Um, and that's that's a sort of a subtle and seductive idea. So we can very unconsciously al align with it. And you know, again, I've talked a lot about when if you if you go and investigate MPA non-personal awareness and the MPA process, I talk a lot about how it works with shifting the identity and how your beliefs, emotions, and uh, biology um, really are subject to identity. But the thing about identities, and especially the bar humbug identity, is there can be like a sort of a secondary gain, a sort of a, a, what I call a negative pleasure. It's like sort of delighting in the misery. <laughs> now, it might not be that you're like fully in that, like, like you know, sort of really in the delights of being miserable. But there are subtle ways that this can show up. And it just anchors in um, those states, which again has that impact on your thoughts, your feelings, and your body. So it's worth asking, you know, what's what's the real issue? Are you blindly bar humbugging? Um, so a way to ask yourself is, you know, what is it specifically that's really bugging you? You know, it's like you need to get clear on, you know, what is the issue, which we're going to look at in in the in the next piece. But it's it's like, what is the thing that's actually bothering you about this, or are you just aligning with a general? sort of field of of uh, cynicism around Christmas. Because when you get clear on what it is specifically that you're in reaction to, then you can make different choices about um, how you respond to that and be, and you can actually do something about it so that you can have a better experience. So let's talk about some alternatives to bar humbugging. <laughs> 
Okay, so if you really get that there's a cost to doing the Baha bum the bar the cost to the bar humbug thing, gosh, that was fun. Um, then you know you're probably thinking, well, okay, so that's all well and good, but what's the way out? I mean, you don't want to. It's not about just going, oh, you know, sod it. I just surrender and do do the Christmas thing according to the rules because. Remember that that we talked about how you know often that bar humbug thing is a reaction, and I said that freedom is not a reaction but a wholehearted choice. I mean, I get it. It's like I mean, who wants to subscribe to things or do things that don't feel good? Right? I mean, I certainly don't, and I and I don't. That's not what I'm about. I don't encourage you to sort of just sort of give in and and do the do if it doesn't work for you. The thing is, like, is how do you respond to that pressure to do it? Uh, you know, again, you can become a victim um, or if you entertain the idea that you're powerless, it, it's just another form of subscription. You see, you're still tangled up in that dynamic, in the energy through the reaction. So write this down. Fighting the have-tos is believing the have-tos. In other words, you're you're giving it power. When you fight something, you're engaging in it. You're still trapped in it. You're still subscribed to the idea that those ideas, those those have-tos, those expectations, those rituals, those norms have some power over you. So the answer here is, is to step into empowerment and freedom. So there are some good questions that you can ask yourself here. I like sort of powerful questions, self-inquiry. So the first one is, you know, what actually works for you? <laughs> it's like, oh, bar humbug, I can't do it. But what actually works for you? You know, what what do you want out of the Christmas experience or of your bar humbug about your birthday or about, you know, whatever it is? It's like, what do you want? I mean, it's quite challenging to, to actually come out of that sort of, again, the secondary game of the bar, gain of the identity of the bar humbug is you can just hide in your room and just be miserable. It's quite confronting to actually ask yourself, well, what do I actually want? You know, you know what does your happy Christmas look like or, or your happy version of whatever you're feeling bar humbug about? You know, really owning it. And that's going to take some, again, some time. Just sit and sit and ponder, you know, what what do I really want here in relation to this Christmas experience? You know, and if, if, if you have any resistance that comes up to those questions, you know, ask yourself, you know, what's constraining you? You know, maybe it's maybe it's fear, literally the fear of stepping into owning uh, your desires, your wants, your needs, what works for you, which often can come in the form of, you know, fear of other people's opinions, which again gives them the power, <laughs> right? Um, you know, and if you are just playing a role and sort of, you know, sometimes the, the identity, the bar humbug identity is about being superior. You know, you kind of, um, you know, oh, I'm going to have to hang out with the ordinary people, you know, who are doing the do, um, you know, which which is and it can be humiliating to the identity to actually, um, you know, to, to look at itself and to step into something else. Um, so, you know, it's really worth looking at what what really works for you. What do you want? What does it look like? And, you know, and if there's a resistance to it, what is the nature of that resistance? And then you can actually start to look at dealing with those, whether it's the fear um, or the empowerment and those kind of things. But it puts you in a, it automatically puts you in a more empowered state rather than this sort of victim reaction. 
And also I want to put to you, what if Christmas was an invitation to be open-hearted and celebrate life itself? And then you get to decide, you know, sort of A, if you want to do that, and, and B, how? How do you want to do that? Because again, when you get into that bar humbug, again, you're subscribing to the idea that Christmas is a have to and there's a form and there's a that that's just that's all it is. Or again, if you if you're into the sort of the whole, you know, uh, let's get out of the the sort of the Christianity aspect of Christmas, um, that whatever the 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 time is, whatever the celebration is, it's like all of these things, if you look at them as invitations, just to just to have a nice time. <laughs> never mind the form it's like just asking yourself do you want to have a nice time and if so how does that you know how would that work for you what works for you because what works for you and and really coming into that um is a whole different world than you know going into the whole you know it's all it's all crap and i don't want a part of any of it all right, so that's that's your task this week. <laughs> if you notice a hint of bar humbug, stop and ask yourself, well, what do I really want here? What really works for me? And how can I put that into action? Okay, so the final piece of the equation here really is is how to have a healing response to your bar humbug buddy. So, you know, you know what it's like. If there's someone around you who's in that sort of misery bar humbug um sort of mode around you, especially at Christmas time when you're, you know, you wanting to celebrate and all that stuff, it can have an impact on you. And it, it's very natural to want to respond. Well, that's from a sort of a genuine hearted, um, you know, I want to help them feel and have a nice time or just the sort of like, can you just get over yourself because you're pissing me off, you know, <laughs> perfectly normal, perfectly natural reactions, but it's natural to want to respond. So the, the standard response, uh, someone is, oh, cause come on, stop being such a miserable bugger. Um, and that really, I don't know if you've noticed, but that really doesn't work, does it? Because let's face it, if you if you align or you agree with what I'm saying about the sort of general uh, position of bar humbug, it's already in reaction to expectations. So you're just adding more pressure on. I mean, what happens when someone puts pressure on you? It's probably true for, you know, the overwhelming majority of us humans. It's when the pressure comes on, we tend to dig our hooves in, right? You know, it just, it just you know... They're already reacting to the pressure, and more pressure is going to make just probably just a, a bigger reaction. And even if they do respond in some way, you're going to feel because we're energetic beings that underlying uh, pressure that's happening underneath the surface. Surface. So, so what's my suggestion here? Well, ultimately, set them free. <laughs> Let them off the hook. I mean, that's what they want. They want freedom. I mean, ultimately, it's their responsibility, I know, to to look at their own ways of freedom. We sort of covered that in the last section. But you can certainly add to that by, in your energy, set them free just to, just to, to be okay with them being what they are. Now, if you really want to help, you need to ask them sort of genuine questions about what they want. So in the same way that I've suggested that, you know, if, if you're finding yourself in a bar humbug um, sort of state, you know, ask yourself what you want. But you know, asking them, so what What does work for you? What do you want? What would make you feel happier, better, um, you know, more alive in the moment? And sort of really staying open to to them. And it's it's kind of important here to, 
to ask, you know, in a gen I say genuine questions, because it's like to really get into that state within yourself of, of inquiry with them, you know, what, you know, what is it that you really want? You know, what would, what would work for you? Is that going home? Because <laughs> that could be, that could be a genuine answer. Um, you know, or, or just what does it look like? It just, it's that invitation, you inviting them, facilitating that whole thing of, you know, what, for them to come into an empowered state and, and decide what works for them. So that's a way that you can sort of have a more healing response to them. Another thing that, that helps in these situations is just to do your thing. Part of setting them free and not trying to pressure them to, to be something that they're not in the moment is just to, to model it. You know, do do what you want to do. It might sound, oh, well, that's a bit callous, but an empowering thing to do with someone is not to, sort of, again, to engage with, to fight it, to therefore agree with their state, but just to go and be happy yourself. Do what works for you. You know, and if uh, <laughs> and if they try to enlist you, because you know that that's often the case. You know, they want you to agree with their cynicism, uh, or maybe they're going to that judging your choices. Um, you know, or don't respond, you know, positively to your genuine offer of love and support. Then just don't take it personally. Of course, you know, if you've downloaded the MPA sheet, you know, you can do that from uh, bebrilliantheuman.com slash MPA sheet. Uh, you can use MPA. Last week, I gave an example of, of someone because we were talking about sort of these sort of Christmas situations that we tend to take personally. I mean, this is one of those. It wasn't exactly on the list, but you can certainly use the MPA process. You just sort of take yourself away, do some MPA, and it'll help you if you're, if you're getting a bit hooked into their sort of bar humbug drama, then then it can free you from being entangled in that. Then then you're part of the solution. You're part of the solution, certainly for you, but you're not buying into it. You're not adding to the energy of it. And it's certainly kinder to you. And the other thing is is to not not have an agenda with them if if possible. Again, that comes back to the having a genuine asking genuine questions. Again, an agenda is like stealth pressure. <laughs> It's like, you know, if, it, if what you're, you know, if what, what you're saying is, you know, so what would really help to uh, to sort of to make you happy? Um, and then they 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 don't give a, an answer that actually has an impact. And then you get stroppy. Then you've got an agenda there. What you're really doing is not genuinely inquiring to what's going on for them or what would help them. You're just trying to get them to change to suit you. <laughs> which I totally get, right? It's Christmas, you know, come on, snap out of it, which is exactly what's going on if you've got an agenda. So it's very different. So if you can watch, watch your agenda when it comes to interacting. And again, coming back to yourself, uh, being empowered in what you want to do is a way of stepping into the very energy that I'm suggesting is a solution for them. And it can be contagious. How wonderful is that if you just get on with it? And don't make them wrong for being how they are, but you can inquire. And really sort of to, to, to finish up and, and to sort of really highlight that to a degree, it is important to honour your boundaries. After all, let's say that the, the Christmas is happening in, in your house, or even if it's not in your house, um, but someone's being particularly bar humbug and it's really dragging things down, then part of just doing your thing is is honouring your boundaries. It's okay to um, to get to a point where you say, you know what, this isn't working for me. And then, you know, however that looks in terms of of just making sure that you look after you again you know with with boundaries 
boundaries are so important. I think all the, they've got a bad rap. I took a lot about this in uh, in the Boundary Bootcamp, which you know, again, at the time of this recording, currently closed. But you can sign up for the waitlist um, if you go to uh, let's, what's the URL for that? It's MPA, uh, which is November Papa Alpha uh, Four Number Four dot me slash Boundary Bootcamp, and they've both got uh, capital B's, Boundary and Bootcamp there. That was a long explanation, wasn't it? MPA4.me slash Boundary Bootcamp, capitals on the B's. Um, and you can start with the wait list. If, so if, if I'm talking about boundaries, and if you go, oh, boundaries, God, they're a nightmare, or they're hard, or I have issues around them, um, then, you know, really Boundary Bootcamp's going to be a place where you can um, really um, work out on that and really get to a place where you can be comfortable and powerful with your boundaries. All right. So, yes, yeah, so hold your boundaries. Um, be clear about what works for you and what doesn't. All right. So let's round this thing up. So actually, let me give you some music and then we'll round it up. How about that? <laughs> Oh, that's better. Chance to collect my thoughts. <laughs> Done so professionally and neatly, right? <laughs> Good job I've got this year to uh, commit to my imperfection. Go back to episode one for details. All right, so round it up. So here's here's a quick summary. So bar humbug is normally a reactive and disempowered state. So instead of going into that which affects your mind, body, spirit, the whole the whole shebang, choose you. Do what works for you. Um, and don't miss the invitation to be happy, which is what these things are. So just find your version of happy. And I hope that some of the, the invitations I've given to you to ask yourself some powerful questions or to, uh, to sort of handle in a wholesome way your reaction to someone who's bar humbugging or, um, or yourself if you're bar humbugging. I've made a verb out of this somehow. Um, then I hope that that's, that's really helped you and inspired you, or at least given you a chuckle in points throughout today. So I so appreciate you spending this time here with me. Thanks so much. Do remember to subscribe, um, leave me a message if you feel like it, and, and offer any feedback. Uh, reviews are always very welcome. So I do want to mention one thing. So uh, as ever, I kind of point to some, some issues that can be quite core for some people. So taking up residence and identity of misery is something which uh, it's hard to admit, but it, it it's part of what creates a lot of suffering. So as ever, I'm available for one-to-one -one support. You can find details at joelyoungmpa.com slash sessions. And I do want to mention today that uh, from January 11th, uh, the the fees for my one-to-one -one sessions are going up sort of quite significantly. Um, but what I'm doing is anyone who is a client before then gets locked into the current prices for the next year. So um, it's a good time now. If, if you've been thinking about, maybe I'll work with Joel, have a look at that page, joelingmpa.com slash sessions. And if you, if you decide to come and, and work with me before January 11th, then those prices will be locked in for another 12 months. And you can on that page book sort of um, sort of a, a chat with me. Now, it is Christmas uh, between now and then, and I am taking time off, but you can, um, you can email me or at least um, have a look at when you can book some time in. If you get in touch, we can just have a chat and find a time just to have a, a quick chat about if it works for you, what's right for you, what you want to achieve with working one-to-one -one with me. And 
I have, I'm going to blow my own trumpet here, forgive me, but I am going to blow my own trumpet. I'm bloody good at what I do. I really am. And I've got lots and lots of testimonials of people. It's one of the things I love is working one-on-one, really working with the energy of someone, helping them to, to really shift their perspective and anchor that new perspective in, in a powerful way. Uh, to make a, a real and profound difference in their life. So if you want to get in before the price rise on January 11th, then get in touch and or you can book straight away on that page. Also, as ever, uh, the links will be in the show notes. I've mentioned MPA. If, uh, if you're dealing with other people's opinions and all those kind of things, MPA in the process is great. You can get hold of that. Again, all of this will be available on beabrilliantHuman.com. You'll find links there. If you want to go straight there, then you can do mpa4.me slash mpasheet, um, and that will also get you there. And finally, because I dropped in, put myself off <laughs> in the last section, Boundary Boot Camp, uh, I better mention how to find out about that. You can get on the wait list. Uh, it'll be opening again sort of in the first quarter of the of the new year of 2020. And you can find that mpa4.me slash Boundary Bootcamp with capital Bs on the B. So we're still in December next week. Next week will be the 17th, I think. Well, oh no, goodness me. Next week will be Christmas Eve. Goodness me, Tuesday falls on Christmas Eve. So there will be an episode coming out on Christmas Eve. It's a bit of a tongue-in-cheek one, a bit of fun. Um, and I've called it Great Questions to Ask Yourself When the Turkey Burns. Apologies to the vegans and the vegetarians. I'm just going with the general. <laughs> I'm speaking to the masses here, although the vegetarian and veganism is on the rise. Uh, so great questions to ask yourself when the turkey burns and other Christmas crises. So it's it's a bit of fun, and uh, I hope you'll tune in. I know it's a busy day, but if you know, you're wrapping the presents, uh, doing all those Christmas Eve things, stick the podcast on, and um, hopefully I can join you. It will be my privilege to join you in on Christmas Eve. So I will see you then. Otherwise, thanks so much for being here, and I will see you then. 